Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good word tonight is grass. G-R-A-S-S. Really? You bet your life. The one, the only... Thirty days. Next case. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fanneman, who's first? We invited some girls from the Los Angeles International Airport and some weather forecasters to the show tonight. And our studio audience selected Mrs. June Palmer and Mr. Delbert Van Ornum just before we went on the air. And here they are, folks, meet Groucho Marx. Mr. Delbert Van uh, Ornum? Uh... That's right, sir. You're the weatherman? Yes, sir. Uh, where do you hail from? Uh... <laughs> I'm from Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Some people out there from Spokane. I <laughs> are you Are you married? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Any little squalls at home with their barometers dropping? <laughs> a boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. Yes. Huh? And Miss uh, Miss Palmer. Huh? That's a cute name, June Palmer. It sounds like a movie actress. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Uh, you're from the airport. What's your hometown? Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Now, weatherman, uh, Mr. Van Ornum, uh, I think our listeners would be interested in knowing what kind of weather you've got lined up for tomorrow. Could you tell us? Well, I... When I left the office, there was uh, rain, snow, and winds up to 60 miles an hour, and, and uh, some fair weather. <laughs> Typical weatherman, all right. <laughs> What do you mean? There was five different kinds of weather when you left the office? Well, we deal with weather throughout the whole North American continent. Oh, I see. Well, you said he clouded the issue there. Right? <laughs> with that kind of a prediction, you'll have everybody wearing a bathing suit, galoshes, and a pith helmet. <laughs> now, where do you take these weird stabs at the weather, Mr. Van Ornum? It's at the uh, Crick uh, Meteorological Consultant Service. Crick? Yes, Dr. Irving P. Crick. I have a title home name, Irving. Uh, I found him in a crick. Would he be in? What do you use uh, for your prognosticating? A uh, watermelon? Well, we have a fairly scientific method. Well, uh, how do you find out? Do you look in the morning paper like all the rest of us? No, we have a, a setup of teletypes and... We'd let, get weather reports from the Hawaiian Islands and Alaska and all through Canada mm-hmm. and the United States into Caribbean Sea. Well, what's the need of a private weather service like that's a private service? Right? Yes, sir. Uh, doesn't the weather bureau, the regular one, make enough mistakes to go around? And... <laughs> well, they don't have enough money to give a uh, personal service to individual industries. We have a gold placer mining uh, company in uh, Alaska... And then we have Los Angeles County Flood Control. <laughs> well, what's so funny about that? <laughs> this is certainly a comic town we're living in. <laughs> Mention Los Angeles, and everybody in the audience goes in hysterics. <laughs> we're getting to be the Brooklyn of the West. <laughs> is your service always 100% accurate? 
Well, we allow for a small margin of error. And <laughs> I got caught Four in a cases. small margin of error once. <laughs> they finally had to extradite me from Canada. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Palmer, let's get back to you, and that's not bad work. Now, just what... Uh... <laughs> Just what do you do at the uh, Los Angeles International Airport? I'm an announcer. Mm-hmm. You're much prettier than Fenneman back there. <laughs> just, uh, just what do you announce? Arrivals and departures. You mean you run a bath an obituary column? <laughs> oh, no. Arrivals and departures of planes. The arrival and departures of airplanes, I see. Well, how do you announce the arrival of an airplane? Mr. and Mrs. T.W.A. Constellation wish to announce the arrival of a bouncing Piper Cub. No, it's much less complicated And the than pilot that. is walking up and down nervous, handing out cigars? <laughs> no, well, how, it, how it's not that, that complicated. We uh, announce the arrivals for the passengers, and we announce takeoffs. Mm-hmm. I can see I haven't lived a full life. Uh, <laughs> what do they take off? <laughs> they take off the runway. They take off on the runway? <laughs> this is certainly the age of progress, though. Uh, Mrs. Palmer, where do your planes come from and, and where do they go? Well, we have them coming from Canada. We have planes coming from Paris. We have planes coming from Mexico City and going to Mexico City and mm-hmm. Paris, Well, France. suppose one of your planes is arriving from Mexico City. How do you, uh, how do you announce it? Oh, Pan American World Airways anuncia la llegada del vuelo 581, procedente de México, Centro y Sudamérica. Tell me, does that always bring the swallows back to Capistrano? <laughs> Would you mind deciphering what you just said? I simply said that a plane was arriving from Mexico City, Central and South America. Suppose your plane hasn't been anywhere near Mexico. <laughs> Suppose it's coming from Paris, sir. What do you say? TWA anuncia arrivée de l'ouvre numéro 95. I can keep this up as long as you can. <laughs> Suppose it's breezing in from China. Mm, TWA Constellation Flight 12. Now arriving at TWA Concourse. <laughs> Well, that's the first Chinese I ever understood. <laughs> well, you make an extremely interesting couple, and we're happy to have you here. Now, in just one minute, you're going to work together as a team for $1,000. But right now, I want you to pay attention to some interesting advice. If you two will get a chance at the $1,000 question. You're going to play your bet your life. Fenneman, give out with the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected uh, national parks as your category. Is that right? All right. Now, here's your first question. You have $20. How much are you going to risk? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. All right, where are the Carlsbad caverns? In Carlsbad, New Mexico. That's right, absolutely right. We're off to a great start with thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. How much of your thirty dollars will you try? Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen? In what state is Glacier National Park? 
Montana. Montana is right. <laughs> Just a little away, they have $45. All right, you've got $45. How much of the $45 you going to try? $20. $20? In what state is Big Bend National Park? California. B-I-G-B-E-N-D. Big Bend. Uh, Oregon. I'm sorry, the answer is Texas. They now have $25. How much of the $25 will you bet? Ten. Ten? Ten? All right, here we go. Where is Mammoth Cave National Park? Kentucky. In old Kentucky is right. And they wind up with a grand total of $35. Thanks and good luck. Now stick around. You still have a chance for the big question. Groucho, the secret word is still grass. Our next couple has been in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what it is. Just before we went on the air, we selected two housewives from the audience, and here they come. Mrs. Ernestine Clark and Mrs. Capitola Fredrickson meet Groucho Marx. Mrs. Uh, Ernestine Clark, uh, you're, you're a housewife, huh? That's right. Mm-hmm. How, how long have you been a housewife? Three years. Mrs. Uh, Capitola Fredrickson? Yes. Sound like a German airport, huh? <laughs> Uh, Capitola, is that uh, Spanish? No, it isn't. It's an yeah. Indian name, yes. or uh, Italian name, but I'm Indian. Oh, uh, well, what is, your, uh, what is your maiden name, your Indian name? My Indian name is uh, Capitola Celine Janat Ozawande de Basanacudo Kinu Caswell. Well, that's very true. On the other hand, if you put in a... Uh, is that is that really your name, or is, is that the treaty ending the French and Indian War? No, that's really our name. What, what does name. it mean, uh, Capitola, in English? Well, that means a girl with a dark brown hair flowing outwards under low clouds with a little eagle. Should have kept the weatherman here, huh? <laughs> did, did you say with a little eagle? Well, that was our original family name. Gnu is the... That means little eagle. Gnu? Okay. Sounds like Yiddish. Right? <laughs> you know, when you throw eating, you say, well, Gano. <laughs> so you're part Indian, eh? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, which, which part, Capitol? <laughs> I, I meant, on, on which side of the family are you Indian? Oh, my father was a full-blooded Indian. Uh-huh. I'm satisfied to have full blood of any kind, eh? <laughs> Uh, tell me, Indian Summer, how long uh, how long have you been married? I've been married nine years. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does your husband do besides complain about the grocery bills? <laughs> he works in the post office. What does your husband do, uh, Ernestine? He's an actor. An actor? Oh, well, that's too bad. Huh? <laughs> is, he, is anything being done about it? I'm mean... oh, huh? <laughs> Do you have any little hams in the icebox at home? <laughs> You look mighty cute with those bangs and everything. Uh, what did you do be, uh, before you hooked your husband? Huh? I was in the cir- with the circus. You were with the circus? That's right. Oh. What did you do with the circus? I was a bareback rider. Oh. Was it a flea circus? Or... No, there's only one circus. There's only one circus? That's right. Oh. Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Oh, that's the one you were with, huh? mm-hmm. well, That's my favorite circus, uh... Tell me, is, is Jenny Lynn, the Swedish nightingale, still with him? Not for the last hundred years or so. Well, I haven't been to the circus lately. I mean. what, uh, you, you say you were a bareback rider? That's right. Did you lose your shirt on a horse? Or... <laughs> of course 
horse's back was bare. Right. Oh, you mean the horse lost his shirt, huh? <laughs> That's what he gets for betting on the human race. Huh? <laughs> How long were you with the circus? All my life, and I'm returning in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Do you use any special horse, or can any horse be trained? No, we have to have a special uh-huh. horse. Tell us about your act in the circus. What do you do on the horse besides ride horseback? I dance. You dance on a horse? That's right. What kind of a dance? A foxtrot? No, ballet dancing. Oh, ballet dance? You drink a pony of brandy or anything before you start? <laughs> no, sir. You do a ballet? Uh, well, whose ballet? Is the horse's ballet? or? Uh... <laughs> I thought you rode on his back. I do. Well, uh, what, what made you decide to become a bareback rider? I had no choice in the matter. My mother and father were bareback riders, and my grandparents and my great-grandparents and so on back for about five or six generations. Well, in other words, you were practically born on a horse. Is that right? right? Mm-hmm. You must have been a bouncing baby, huh? <laughs> well, when you're traveling with the circus, what do you do for amusement? Do you, do you go to the circus in the evening if you're bored? Or yes, there's a... What do you do, huh? Well, we bareback riders have a softball team. A softball team? Uh-huh, and the midgets Who do you have play? a softball team. Well, we play the midgets. Play the midgets, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice team. Nine shortstops, huh? <laughs> now, all this talk sounds very exciting. Will your act be all complete when you return to the circus in a few weeks? Almost. Well, maybe this is my big chance. What else do you need to complete your act, huh? I need another horse. <laughs> Well, Barnum was right. There's one born every minute. <laughs> well, I'm, I must say we're delighted to have you both here tonight. You're both wonderful kids. Now, let's play your bet your life for $1,000. You run your $20 into more than the other couples, and you get a chance at the big question later. <coughs> Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The weatherman and the airport girl won $35. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected Western songs. Is that right? Yes. Now, you have $20, and here's your first question. How much would you bet? We'll bet ten. Jerry Fielding will play, and you identify the song. Okay, Jerry. Wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. away with $30. Well, remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. That's the big prize. Now, you've got $30. How much of the 30 are you going to try? 25 Give me the title of this Western song. They're really on their way now. They have $55. All right, you've got $55. Here's your third question. How much of the 55 are you going to try? 50. All right, what's the name of this Western song? Play, Jerry. Red River Valley. Red River Valley. They now have $105. Well, you're right up at the top of those three rings up there. You've got $105, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much will you bet? She says. How much? Ninety. Let's see if you can identify this song. Don't fence me in. Don't fence me in. And well, they wind up with a grand total of one hundred and ninety-five dollars. Thanks and good luck. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play. You bet your life, and then we know who gets the thousand-dollar question. But right now, I want you to pay attention to this. All right, pay attention to us right here at 626-585-7500. We'll continue with the last few minutes of that show very, very shortly, but it's imperative now that we meet our goal for this second hour. And uh, that was Ernie Bear. Ernie Bear. Parley's wife. Parley's wife mm-hmm. on You Bet Your Life. 
It is uh, important that we meet that goal. We uh, need a $1,200 hour, and we're way behind the second hour. If you've enjoyed the last 15 minutes or so, then uh, show us, tell us, 626 626- Five eight five seven five hundred, Bubba. And the number again six two six five eight five seven five hundred. Let me just say uh, thanks to some of the people who have called in. Susan out of uh, Fullerton called in. Thank you so very much. Anonymous John out of Ranchos uh, Santa Margarita. I love that uh, name of the bar. Wouldn't you like to live in a town you can drink it? <laughs> <laughs> Linda in North Hollywood called in. Thank you so very much. We appreciate that. Uh, anonymous place. This one from Corona Del Mar. And let's see here. Uh, Colin out of Ontario called in. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And here's Anonymous from Redondo Beach, and he says, Coors West wants Frank to contribute. Frank, you're on notice. We want your money, Frank. The number is 626-585-7500. Coors West has done the right thing. Frank, you need to do what you need to do, and let's get this show on the road. 626-585-7500. We only have two books left from Gerald Nachman's Raised on Radio. If you want those books, you better get them now. Out the door, $65. Also, I, you know, I should have mentioned this. We also have books to Tony Bennett, The Good Life, okay? Tony Bennett's book, The Good Life, $75. You can have that as well, 626-585-7500. We're going back to same time, same station in about a minute, 15 seconds, 626-585-7500. Ed out of Corona called in. Thank you so very much. And Ed said he was raised on radio. So he's got that book, and uh, he's going to be tuned in and everything. So, again, we only have two of those books left, Raised on Radio. Once it's out of here, it's out, 626 626- Five eight five seventy five hundred. So many different ways to say thank you. Don't forget, we have tickets for the uh, salute to Benny Goodman and Lionel Hampton, and uh, featuring Terry Gibbs and on clarinet Terry Harrington. That's coming up Sunday, December the thirteenth at seven p.m. And that's going to be at the uh, Ruth B. Shannon Center for the Performing Arts oh. at Whittier College. Oh, yeah, great center. We've sung there before. Oh, it's a great hall. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do is call us right now. Oh, I think that is, oh, it is $75, Visa, MasterCard. Larry, I didn't mean to step on you in that one. Go ahead. It hurt, but that's okay. Do you have that other piece of paper I gave you earlier before we went on the air? Yes. Uh, there is it. There is it. Well, you know what? We'll get to it after this segment. Yeah. Okay. 626-585-7500. The phones are not ringing. We need to hear from you. Those who are waiting till the last minute, well, this is about the last minute, 626-585-7500. What do we do the last uh, segment of about nine minutes of, uh, of You Bet Your Life? And then we'll come back and and wrap up and thank people and and get ready to to get into G Dad. It was a wireless sir, and that's it, my friend. It's G Dad. It's the wireless sir coming up at seven o'clock. But right now, here's your bet your life. Same station. Groucho Marx and you bet your life as originally broadcast November 16, 1949. Calling the numbers six two six five eight five seventy five hundred. Now then, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's ahead so far? Well, the housewives are leading with $195. Our final couple doesn't know the secret word is grass. They've been in a waiting room off stage, and perhaps they'll say it. We asked for two young people who'd like to get married if they found the right person. And just before we went on the air, the studio audience selected Mr. Gordy Wright and Miss Virginia Owens to be his partner. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, to You Bet Your Life. 
Now, Fenneman says uh, you two would like to get married if you found the right partner. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, perhaps I can be of some assistance. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Owens, is that right? That's right. Where are you from, Virginia? Uh, no, Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis? I didn't know that was in Virginia. <laughs> no, it isn't. My name's Virginia. Oh, well, I'm glad to know you. My name's Groucho Marx. <laughs> Tell me, uh, Minneapolis. Uh, I'll just call you Minnie, huh? Why, why did you leave Virginia? Uh, uh, no, my name's Virginia. Oh. That sounds familiar. Haven't I met you someplace before? Why did you leave Minneapolis? Uh, because it isn't in Virginia? Uh, no, not exactly. I came out here to take a try at the movies. Mm-hmm. And did you get in? Not so far. Have you tried purchasing a ticket? <laughs> have you uh, have you abandoned all hope for a film career, Virginia? Oh, definitely not. Why don't you try it? Cross, we gave up hope for a film career. And... <laughs> Mr. Gordy Wright, huh? Is that yes, sir. Gordy Wright? You look very gordy. <laughs> you look right, but not gordy. Now, uh, where are you from, Mr. Wright? Mm-hmm. My home state is Louisiana. So far, this person has been from 11 states tonight. <laughs> he must be the Arkansas traveler. Huh? Now, uh, what, what is this nonsense about you wanting to get married? Is, is that right, Gordy? Well, uh, that's right. You if I could like find to... the right kind of a girl. Virginia, did you say you'd like to get married? Mm-hmm. How long have you been looking for a husband? Months. <laughs> well, don't be discouraged. A friend of mine got married four years ago, and she's still looking for a husband. Eh? <laughs> Tell me, Virginia, uh, what kind of a man are you looking for? Huh? Oh, gee. Someone that's about medium height and uh, intelligent and someone who's a good rumba dancer. And You want an uh, intelligent man who can do a rumba, huh? That's two different men. You'll get arrested for bigamy. You know? <laughs> Gordy, can you rumba? Well, I can wiggle. <laughs> Let's find out some more about you two. Uh, what sort of work do you do, uh, Mr. Wright? I'm a salesman. Mm-hmm. Well, my next joke may be the death of a salesman. <laughs> what do you sell? I sell Smart and Final Company food products. Uh, one of our... Best-known items is the Smart and Final Coffee, the S&F Coffee, and, of course, our fine fruits and vegetables. Do you think coffee will really go up to a dollar a pound? I couldn't say, sir. Well, I don't know why you can't. (laughs) Even if you don't believe it, you could say it. I won't tell anybody. Now, Virginia, where do you work? I'm a special sales representative for the Bazooka Bubblegum Company. Well, blow me down. <laughs> well, for a, for a beautiful girl, that sounds like a pretty important executive job. Uh, just what do you do uh, mostly, uh, Virginia? Uh, blow bubbles. A job like that could blow right up in your face, couldn't it? <laughs> what do you mean, you blow bubble gum? You walk around I, the street uh, uh, blowing bubble gum? Well, not exactly. I go to nightclubs and veterans' hospitals and teach everyone how to blow bubbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
How did you ever land a job like that? I was chosen out of a group of models to represent Miss Bazooka. You're Miss Bazooka, huh? Mm-hmm. You must be loaded, huh? Well... How old are you, Minneapolis? I mean, uh, Virginia. Uh, 21. And how old are you, Gordy? 28. 28. Huh? Coincidence. That's just what I am. 21 and 28. Huh? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you two are meant for each other. Huh? <laughs> do, do you have any definite ideas about the uh, kind of person you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Say about uh, five foot five, uh, Gordy? Just about right. Mm-hmm. Eyes that are full of mischief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a figure that stands out in the crowd. Mm, wonderful. You stop looking at Virginia when you answer me. Huh? <laughs> now, if this person answered all this description, and plus that was a movie star, do you think you could fall in love? Yeah, I know I could. Kiss me, you fool. That's me, Gorgon. <laughs> Remember, Virginia, if he gets all puckered up, he's not interested in snapping his bottle gun. Huh? <laughs> well, you're, you're a mighty cute couple, and uh, I hope you'll go through life together blowing bubbles. Huh? Now, let's play You Bet Your Life. If you can beat our other two couples in the quiz, you'll get a crack at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The bareback rider and the housewife are ahead with $195. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you to your $20. You selected personalities behind the movie scenes as your category, okay? Sure. Yeah. All right, here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten. Ten? What is Pace Westmore's job in the making of a movie? Makeup. Makeup man is right. They're on their way with $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $30 will you try? $20. Okay. $20. What is Max Steiner's job in the movies? Makeup. Designer. Oh, uh, hairdresser. Hairdresser. No, you've had three good, healthy answers, Max but you're Steiner. still wrong, huh? Max Steiner's a cameraman. No, no, that's four answers, but he's a, he's a music... No, he's the musical director, huh? They now have $10. We go out of our way to be kindly around here. Now, here's your third question. How much oh, of the $10 will you try? $5. All right. What is Edith Head's job in the movies? Designer. Lowe's designer is right. They're on the way again, they have $15. Now you have $15, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 15 Shoot the word. Shoot the word. What is Natalie Kalmus's job in making pictures? Technicolor director. Technicolor director is right. <laughs> and they wind up with $30. And that means the two housewives with $195 get the chance at the $1,000 question. <laughs> And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the two housewives. Ready to try for $1,000. All right, good luck, and I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly and no help in the audience, please. Let's see how much you know about your government. $1,000. Who is the Senate Majority Leader? What is the answer you two have decided upon? We 
haven't. The only one no. I can think of is Fielding or... No, Fielding. I'm sorry. It's uh, Senator Scott Lucas. Oh. I'm sorry. That's the correct answer. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. 